Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back to our fishbowl. Glad you're here. Fishbee, could you do me a favor and can you can we kill the lead? Can we kill it? Don't look at me like that. Just fucking thank you. Thank for the love of fucking all things holy. Today's a fucked up day. We'll get back to that in just a moment. But first, not going to be about me. I promise you. Not going to be about me and my chef. That said, um, I want to apologize in advance uh, sometimes my back gets really fucked up and it spasms to the point that, that I have trouble breathing, like it's constricting my lungs, and, and, that, and that's how I feel now. So just because uh, that's going on, uh, if my voice sounds fucked up or obviously when it's naked, just me and a, a microphone, um, if some breathing comes across, I, I sincerely apologize. But there's, this is the best I can fucking do, and there's some things that need to be said fucked up day so in the murder investigation of Miss Brianna Taylor the grand jury came back and I've heard this expression five times on the fucking news today that a grand jury and a good prosecutor good prosecutor can get a grand jury to indict a ham sandwich. And then that case goes to real court, then there's a real jury, and the real jury ends up making the decision. But a grand jury came back with no manslaughter charges, let alone a fucking murder charge. Three counts of first-degree wanton Endangerment, not wantons, wanton endangerment. Uh, And in Kentucky, uh, that's defined in the law as uh, uh, manifested extreme indifference to human life. That's what wanton endangerment is. And one cop, just one, uh, has been charged. Three counts of first-degree wanton endangerment. And when he goes to trial, if I'm making a prediction which is dangerous to do, but... And I'm an optimist, but a frustrated optimist. Don't we all kind of... Yeah, he'll probably skate on fucking that, too, even though it was just shooting into a fucking apartment. But let's start at the very beginning here so we understand what the fuck happened, all right? So I've been following this story, like most of you. March 13th, just after midnight, a search warrant was executed at Brianna Taylor's apartment. By all accounts, a nice apartment complex in Louisville, typically not thought of a high crime area. By no stretch of the imagination, that's where she lived. Nice apartment building. The warrants at Brianna Taylor's home was one of five no-knock warrants, and we're going to get back to no-knock warrants, but one of five no-walk warrants that were executed on this particular evening. 
The subject of the search warrants was Brianna Taylor's ex-boyfriend and someone that's had a couple run-ins with the law. His name is Jamarcus Glover. But to these five no-knock warrants, 70 fucking officers were required for this shit. And the reason the cops went to or included Brianna Taylor's house in the search warrants, and they shouldn't have, but they maintain, despite of no evidence close to a date that is March 13th when the cops actually got there and Brianna Taylor was killed. They used to date. He would get mail there. In fact, I believe he was still using her address as his home address for shit until like January or maybe even February this year. So like a month before. But that doesn't make Brianna Taylor guilty as shit. And one time the cops apparently were watching her ex-boyfriend. And he came out of the house. Brace yourselves. Brace yourselves. With an envelope! It could have been fucking socks from Amazon. But because the cops see what they want to see, and we're so fucking down the rabbit hole of this goddamn miserable mistake of the war on drugs. Maybe one day we can have a chat. What's a bigger mistake in the grand scheme of history? The war on drugs or the war in Iraq? That would be a fevered debate for another time. So the original warrant on Breonna Taylor's apartment... was a no-knock warrant, which is exactly what it sounds. Because uh, the cops, they want to surprise the perpetrators. And uh, they don't knock. They knock down the door with a battering ram and then go in and then announce themselves. And the strange thing, amongst many other strange things with this warrant, is most search warrants are executed like at five in the morning, six in the morning, a, a pretty early time. So they catch people in bed just after midnight. If you think you're going to a fucking drug house and you don't know what you're walking into, people could be partying. People could be loose as a fucking goose. You fucking don't know after midnight. Strange time. There's so many fucked up things here. Speaking to the no-knock warrant. One witness, one witness, says cops knocked and announced not a no-knock warrant. And the police maintain, and this is fucking suspect, that although originally written as a no-knock warrant, it was magically changed. By who? I'm not sure. Or, or, or I heard another uh, cop say that 
the three cops that showed up to Breonna Taylor's and shot the fuck out of it just decided they were going to go another route. Just, just decided on their own. Just making decisions out there. Yeah, let's, I know it says no knock, but let's knock on this one. One witness. Uno! Which is sadly the game Brianna Taylor was playing with her boyfriend while they were watching a movie and she fell asleep. Before she was rapidly awoken, uh, like an hour later, the nightmare that was the tragic fucking end of her life. So, again, one witness says he heard something. The state's witness. The cop's witness. There's over a dozen other witnesses that have sworn sign affidavits, meaning that if you lie, you do face some potentially fines and criminal punishment to falsely sign a sworn affidavit. A dozen witnesses. So they, did, they heard no knock, and they never heard anyone saying that they were the police. So there's a knock, knock, knock on the door. They apparently did knock, even though the cops, uh, they brought a battering ram to the door. Seems also kind of suspect if they had decided they were going to go a more peaceful and gentle route. And then they knock, 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 knock on the door again. Scaring the fuck out of Brianna Taylor and her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, or Kenny, as uh, everyone called him, or calls him. He's still alive. So they say they didn't hear anything. The cops say that they were doing everything by the book. And yelling, police department, we have a warrant at the top of their fucking lungs. So everybody fucking around has no doubt what the fuck is happening. In fact, there were multiple residents in the same complex as Breonna Taylor's. And they called 911 to say there was a motherfucking shootout going down. The cops better get there fast. No idea the cops were there. And if the cops were really doing what they were supposed to be fucking doing, which is announcing that shit so loud, there's no clue. But clearly they didn't do that. Twelve witnesses. And the 911 calls back up that story. So there's a knock, knock, knock at the door, real fucking loud. Imagine you're in the apartment. They scream, who is it? No response. Knock, 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 knock. Scary knock on the door. Who is it? No response. Next thing you know, door gets busted open. And Breonna Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, who, by the way, was originally charged and has had all those charges dropped. He had a legal firearm, 
He fired one shot. He hit a cop in the leg. And then a parade of bullets. Just a parade. Like over 30, I think. Somewhere between 25 and 30. Forgive me, I'm doing this from memory. And the Louisville police officers that were firing, they got a rule that if they're firing, they need to be able to see the fucking suspect. Who, where the fuck they're firing? They're firing through a door. They're firing through a window with a fucking curtain over it. They don't know what the fuck they're firing at. Bullets are going into other people's apartments. That's what they charged this dude Brent Hankinson with. Not doing anything wrong at fucking Breonna Taylor's. Rather, the wanton endangerment came from the fact his bullets are in other people's fucking apartments. So this whole fucking thing is fucking crazy. And then it gets fucking weirder to me. Because the thing with the warrant remains very, very fucking weird. And then there are some more strange, strange details here. After the shooting that left Breonna Taylor dead and her boyfriend behind bars, the cops are there all night. Remember, this search warrant was executed just after midnight. Cops are there all fucking night into the afternoon just doing forensics and taking pictures of the bullets but this warrant the cops so desperately fucking needed for their fucking war on drugs guess what did they did they ever search the apartment did they ever search it they were there from just after midnight to the mid-fucking afternoon of the next day. And I realize a shootout like that, there's a lot of fucking jobs that need to be done. I get that. But you'd think they thought this was a drug house where drugs and cash and weapons were. My hunch is you'd open the fucking cereal boxes and make sure it's all fucking cereal. Even more peculiar, the officer that was charged, this Brent Hankinson. After an officer-involved shooting, those cops aren't supposed to be going fucking anywhere. Yet mysteriously and still unexplained, Brent Hankinson goes missing for two hours. Motherfuckers AWOL. Two fucking hours fucking AWOL. Where were the body cams, you ask? Louisville implemented police body cams in 2015, but the narcotics division objected to no body cams for them. So no body cams for these major, major, major fucking search warrants where shit has a real chance of going fucking sideways. You would think the kind of place you'd like a fucking body cam if you're a good cop. How there's no body cams on a fucking warrant is screams to our need of police reform. 
and the strange keeps getting stranger. The incident report for this night. You, if, if you've ever been charged with a crime and, and had to look at like the police report, usually it's a pretty fairly detailed fucking document. And it needs to be because it needs to be used in a court of fucking law. Like a police report, incident report, those things are no fucking joke. When that finally came out, it was basically fucking blank. Not only did it say there was no forced entry, it said there were no injuries to Breonna Taylor, who at this point is well fucking dead. And today, the Attorney General of the Bluegrass State of Kentucky, his name is Daniel Cameron. He's a Republican. Like I said, he's the Attorney General. And like I also said earlier, I, I'm in a tremendously strange mood because of, uh, because of the pain. Just for, forgive me there. But when I saw him, I thought to myself, because he looks really young, and this is a thought for 80s kids. But I'm like, who the fuck elected Emanuel Lewis, star of television's Webster, as attorney general of Kentucky? Republican. Republic, Republican. Trump praising him. Trump loves black Republicans because they're, they're, uh, that's a very small subset of the population. Trump, Trump, Trump knows two now, or one and a half. He knows Tim Scott in the Senate, and he knows this fella, Attorney General Daniel, Daniel Cameron, doing a, doing a knockout job. And now shit, in Louisville, it's currently, as I say this, I'm looking at the clock, it's, it, it's and I never do this, but I think it's important here, because I don't know what the fuck is going to happen tonight. There's already been massive protests in Louisville. There's a very early curfew that I believe takes effect. Did it take effect at 7? But it's 4.48 Pacific time. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen tonight. Someone's already dead. There's already been seven people shot in fucking Louisville in, in the Breonna Taylor protests. One of them, one, one, one of them died. But the thing in America that scares me the most and I've talked about it before, and I'm going to keep fucking talking about it. I feel, I feel like I'm chicken fucking little, screaming at the top of my lungs that the world is like, and no one's fucking listening, so I'm going to keep fucking screaming, and maybe if I get a little louder. There's a decent chance future historians will look back on this shit right now as the beginning as the first battles in America's second civil war which which is which is fucking scary cuz during daylight hours i caught a little bit of the news and you had a lot of people there that weren't 
Antifa. Who who gives a fuck? What the fuck? I mean, it, the name Antifa doesn't fucking mean anything. It's not like there's there's a clubhouse card or something, or like you pay dues or like get you know ten percent off at Cold Stone Creamery or some bullshit. Like like what the fuck fucking is Antifa? Been around a lot of fucking people over the course of my life. Never met a member of Antifa. For what it's worth. But there's a bunch of people in Louisville right now that have guns on them on both sides. First, on the alleged side of the protesters, but they're not. They're not protesters. They're not associated with the Black Lives Matter movement. They're fucking agitators. That's their fucking deal. They're fucking agitators. And they're there for a fight. And the way the fucking cops are dressed, so are fucking they. But then the other wild card, descending upon Louisville for this precise moment, white nationalist militia militia members, excuse me, long guns, all of them, So there's a bunch of them. A bunch of cops that most of which are pissed off. And when they signed up to be a police officer, they didn't sign up for this shit. There are those looking for a battle, but most of them are like, what the fuck? And then, of course, you have the agitators who also have fucking guns. And whether there's a big battle night, and I pray to fuck there isn't. Fucking pray there isn't. You ever as a kid or as an adult float a river with your friends? One of the funnest things you can ever do is float a good river and good friends. That's a good fucking afternoon floating a fucking river. I feel like we're floating down the fucking river. And no one seems to be seeing the rapids directly ahead that are going to turn this nice, peaceful day in the sunshine in an inner tube in a river and alcohol into something completely fucked up. I'm just scared. I'm just completely candidly. I'm, I'm just fucking scared. I feel like like I can just sense it. The the slow unraveling of the United States of America that so many of, you know, our forefathers fought so fucking hard. This great experiment in democracy that is by no means perfect. It will never be perfect. But the system that we created is about as good as it fucking gets. The Madisonian democracy, the checks and balances. To quote a totally random person, but former Secretary of State under Bill Clinton, Madeleine Albright, when asked how a democracy becomes a authoritarian state, her answer was simple. The same way you pluck a fucking chicken, one feather 
at a time. And I feel like this president has done more than his share of fucking feather plucking. I, 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 Me duele todo. Me duele todo. This whole Brianna Taylor thing. In fact, let me be more precise with my words because words fucking matter. This whole Brianna Taylor fucking murder thing has been fucked from the start. We went through that. And now God only fucking knows. And I say that as a Rost Agno but Medi. Ask me some other time. What's fucking going to happen after dark in Louisville? Militias, a.k.a. white nationalists, versus agitators. Not Black Lives Matter. Not activists. Not protesters. They're fucking agitators. We're floating down a river. There's the fucking rapids. If we're smart, might be able to maneuver these tubes a little closer to the rocks and get ourselves out of harm's way. I was going to tell Fish B to say adios, but then I looked around and I'm like, where the, where the fuck is that little motherfucker? All right. Uh, Till manana, um, I love you lots. Let's just hope that America's better angels prevail. But then the question that uh, we always ask ourselves and always has a bad answer and how's 2020 going for you so far? How's it going? So, on behalf of Fishby, until manana, adios. <laughs>